This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the first round of the TCR Australia Series and speak to the points leader coming out of the Sydney Motorsport Park round, Will Brown. I hope you can stay with us. Well, after a very interesting first round of the TCR Australia Championship, the first three races completed and two race wins go to the man joining me on the line, Will Brown. Congratulations, Will. Thanks, that was a great weekend and thanks for having me. It's great to see so many of you guys who are working your way up through the Australian motorsport pyramid all getting a chance to have a crack at this level of motorsport to complement everything else you're doing across the year. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just about uh, diversifying yourself and racing as much as you can. I'm a big believer in jumping in a car whenever you can, whatever it is, no matter what, just racing. So that's what I'm doing this year and trying to do as many race meets and categories as I can. So how did the invitation to join the Hyundai Motor Program go? Yeah, well, it was actually, um, you know, I raced with Nathan Morgan last year. I was his teammate and they knew what I was like. And uh, obviously, you know, we got along very well. So I got a call from Barry Morgan and we worked it out and, uh, yeah, it went from there. So it was only about two weeks before, you know, the opening round, two or three weeks. What attracts you to a formula like TCR over the other, you know, many and very formulas that you could be running? Yeah, well, it's one of those things. It's a new category. Um, you know, HMO Racing obviously gave me a call and wanted me to do it, but it looked great. Uh, and, you know, like I say, I'll just jump in anything I could. So if someone rang me up and, you know, wanted me to drive something, but I actually love the series. It was it was awesome racing on the weekend. Everyone raced very cleanly. Um, a lot of really good dicing and battles. So, uh, you know, it actually was, I probably, what would I say, expected less from it um, for the weekend. I thought... My expectations were exceeded on the weekend. The racing, uh, everything about it, yeah, it was, it was really good. While it's quite a controlled formula, could you see between the different makes and models there was areas where they will have their advantages come different race circuits? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think there's a fair few cars that are easily capable of winning, as we saw on the weekend, and are really close in parity, as in the Alpha, the Hyundai, the, uh, the little Golf, um, the Honda, all of them are really good. There might be a couple of them that need to pick up their game a little bit and they might work the cars throughout the year like the Renault Subaru and that. But, you know, the Alpha was quicker than me down the straight, but then we had it a bit through the back section of the city. So a track like Phillip Island, it might be the car to have. You know, I think throughout the year it'll all work out. You and Dylan O'Keefe had some great battles right throughout the weekend. And amazingly, for the closeness of the racing, there wasn't a lot of paint being exchanged. No, that was, that was actually the best thing, I think, everyone. And also, you know, we were you know, told that obviously not many te of the teams have spare parts and all that. But even then, we didn't really hold back, to tell you the truth. Like, uh, I definitely didn't. The, the racing was close. There was still touching. And I was surprised by that because I thought maybe with those all being carbon fibre and that, if you touch and break stuff. But I probably got about five, six touches over the weekend and it did no damage to my car. So the strength of the cars and all that uh, was quite a surprise to me. But the racing was really good and everyone raced cleanly. So it was probably the best first weekend they could ever have. A lot of people, including myself, were surprised about the speeds across the weekend, particularly the turn in at Turn 1, well and truly over the 205-kilometre-an-hour mark. Yeah, well, in qualifying, pretty much, it was six gear nearly flat um, through there, which you, you, it was hairy. Um, but it was 
pretty much that fast. So the cars have they have good tyres. You know, it's close to a Porsche tyre. They have a lot of grip. They have a bit of arrow as well. But there's definitely arrow there. So I think overall, just with the tyre grip and the arrow and all of that, they're, they're able to carry pretty good pace everywhere. Obviously, you were able to use that advantage around the back section to your benefit because both times you, you didn't get given the win. You had to make the pass to win, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, definitely. That was probably the coolest part about the weekend is it wasn't we were just running away with the races. There was good hard battles to win. And yeah, that was definitely right around the back. And yeah, like I say, with that grip of the tyre, we're able to actually make outside moves as you'd more see in like a Formula category compared to say, you know, some of the less grip categories. So it was some pretty cool racing, but no, I just enjoyed the whole thing. I know that you've got uh, you know, a handful of Australian titles already to your credit, but how often have you been in a front-wheel drive car? Obviously, the six-hour and some of the other production car races you've done have been front-wheel drive, so you must be confident with that way of driving as well. Yeah, to tell you the truth, all, all the stuff I've done has been all-wheel drive stuff. I haven't done any front-wheel drive stuff, so it was definitely different um, jumping into it, but I look at it as another car. Like I say, I, I raced three categories in one year in 2016. I just look at it as jumping in another car, and you go as fast as you can in that car. So that's pretty much what I did that weekend. I just drove the car to what it was capable of and uh, what how I knew to drive it for now, and uh, you know, it seemed, seemed to work out. Well, the crowd seemed to enjoy the racing, and off to Phillip Island for the second round now, and uh, that must also give you a bit of a buzz knowing that you're, you're leading the points at the end of the first weekend and after what people have seen on TV and experience at the track, there's probably a few more people wanting to go out there and watch this series as it develops in Australia. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a few people holding back and wanting to see what it came out like and I think uh, all of them enjoyed the first round and were quite surprised by what it was. So I think we'll see a lot of spectators come out and uh, I think the racing's only going to get closer. You know, all the cars are going to get tighter. The drivers are going to learn the cars. You know, some that might take a little bit longer to come on will learn the cars over the next couple of rounds. So I think by the end of the year, you're going to see, you know, some really tight, like tight battles with, you know, 10 cars or so. Now, I know you do love your open wheelers. You were a champion in Formula 4. I know you finished second that same year in the Formula Ford Championship. Yep. And uh, what about these S5000s? Are they something that you're interested in or are they going to be an old man's category? Oh, well someone gives me a drive and then I'll drive it, that's for sure. Like, I said, they look awesome, they're tough, uh, you know, all that, they look mean. So it'd be a really cool category to actually have a drive of. So, like I say, I'd, I'd be more than keen to do it, that's for sure. But it just depends, you know, what comes my way. Well, you are going to be seen in the supercars again at Bathurst, Sandown and uh, the Gold Coast. Um, I'm getting yep. mixed up with the change of uh, the change of format this year, but... Uh, yeah. You're not going to be at Winton this weekend for the co-driver session. Yeah, that was just a that's just a choice the teams make. Uh, you know, it's pretty cool, I guess, for Brock uh, for Brock Feeney to get your first ever you know run in a supercar will be pretty cool for him. So they're giving him a run in that, which uh, which will be good for him. So we're just we've done a test day last week, um, so it's not really too big of an issue. And I drive super too. So for someone that was you know for someone that's not driving right now, one of the older fellas. Uh, you know, that might be a bit of a loss to them, but for me, it's not It's not too crucial. Mm. And Phillip Island, your next time on track, or are you doing something up in Queensland? Um, yeah, Phillip Island's my next time on track in, in the TCR, so... Yeah, I haven't really got out of the year between now and then. All right. Well, congratulations. A great way to start TCR Australia and that championship. It'll be interesting to see how it pans out over the seven rounds. What's the feedback been like since you've got back up 
to Queensland knowing that all the races were being shown on SBS? Yeah, it's actually been great. Uh, you know, a lot of people were, were able to watch from being on SBS free to air. So feedback's been really good. And the amount of messages I copped on that, it seems like it had a, uh, had a big following over the weekend, probably bigger than what I thought it would be. So it'll be interesting to see what it pans out over the year. And, you know, the, the more people we can get watching it, the better. Well, it's going to be fascinating to see how you progress. And in the Super 2, uh, when's your next outing there? Because you, you came off the back of Perth and Adelaide. Um, is it not until Darwin? No, no. So we're actually, our next race meets at Townsville in the, in the Super 2. So it's a little bit away, still a, a month or so away. But, you know, adding this TCDR stuff into my calendar, um, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel that long because you're always at a racetrack and doing something. I've also got a test day next uh, next next month in the in the Super Two car, so I'm always uh, you know travelling around and doing something involved in racing. And uh, still in the family business, selling cars back up there in Queensland when you're not racing. Yeah, definitely, it's been great. I've been uh, working in the family business. I'm actually just completing my uh, pilot's license uh, just to do that. So I've been doing that when I can get home and have a bit of free time. So everything's been pretty flat out right now. Single engine or uh, dual. Yeah, just single engine. You can you can get upgrades then to your dual once you do your single. How long to go have you got for that? Uh, I'll get my RPL this week, which is your recreational, and then from there I'll step up to my PPL probably in the next month or two where you can fly anywhere. Well, it'll be much easier for you to arrive and drive then. <laughs> it will be, that's for sure. <laughs> will, great to have you on the show and look forward to seeing how things progress in 2019. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's it for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling. And bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.